Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey, VV Nation, welcome to our channel. My name is Glenn, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. We all know that the UAW now is in agreement it still needs to be ratified with GM, Stellantis, and Ford. How is that going to affect these companies going forward? Do they have the money to be able to do that? We're going to talk about that. And the people, the employees that were making the money, now, now it's going to have a better life for them. How does that affect the bottom line for these companies going forward? So let's talk more about what the deal is all about. So we get into the first story. GM reaches a tentative deal with UAW ending strikes at the Detroit automakers after six weeks. Six weeks was a big dip in the pocket. Ryan did a great video talking about this. They had to come to some kind of agreement at some point in time. And did they lose out? Did the unions win? I think the unions won, but I think they won for the right reasons. The United Auto Workers and General Motors have agreed to a deal that will put an end of collective bargaining talks between the union and Detroit automakers. The final Detroit automaker to reach a deal with the union following historically contentious talks. And it is a four and a half yield, uh, year tentative agreement, which means that now, no matter what, they won't come to the bargaining table again for four and a half years. I think that that's good uh, to keep this off the table for a while. As you go down a little bit, uh, two sources familiar with it said the negotiations occurred last night. Ford was the first to reach on Wednesday, followed by a deal with Chrysler parent Stellantis on Saturday. Four and a half year tentative agreement still must be ratified. The headline economics of the deals, such as 25% wage increases, that's going to be huge. We're padding off of Ford's initial deal, which I think was only 21% or something along those lines, raises the benefits and cumulatively boosts the top wage to more than $40 an hour, including an increase of 68% for starting wages over $28 an hour. And um, those deals also reinstated, which was big, the cost of living adjustments, especially with inflation. That's huge. Reduced an eight year path top wages to three years and allowed the right to strike over plant closures, among other significantly enhanced benefits. Now, let's go to Ford. Ford, what's in the contract, who won and what it means for GM and Stellantis. Uh, they reached a tentative labor agreement. Let me go down a little bit. If approved, the deal would raise workers' wages by 25% over the life of the four and a half year contract. So it'll go over time, boosting the top pay to $40 an hour. Currently, assembly line workers max out at $32 an hour. Members would receive an 11% increase upon ratification. That's a lot of money coming out of the pockets of the card of the card uh, dealers, right? Who prevailed the UAW or Ford? I think um, the UAW won bigly bargaining victories in decades, winning an extremely lucrative deal for its Ford workers. And after weeks of the company executives saying they need to keep their labor costs in check to remain competitive, to remain competitive. Is that just talk or can they do it? 
And then UA strike, uh, UAW strike ends after reaching a tentative agreement with GM. Same with much of the same stuff. So then I said to myself, how much do these companies make? Is this really hurting them in the pocket? Ford, right now I'm looking, where is it? There it is. Revenue, $174.23 billion. General Motors, $171.97 billion. Stellantis, $189.96 billion. Now, in these strikes, these companies were affected adversely to the tune of about a billion dollars. They make a lot more than that, which they lost, than they can pay out to uh, the workers. The problem is, how does this affect the bottom line going forward? And one of the news stories, it said car prices on all of these are going to go up $800 to $900 more to buy a new vehicle. But with all of the money that they make, with all of the revenue they take in, I think that they're going to be okay. They didn't want to do it, but they had to do it. And the unions were there to make sure that they were fair. I think that getting the in, in, in the wage increases and getting uh, the cost of living increases was very important uh, to the people who are doing the work. Let's look at the stocks. Stellantis on the top of the list by VST. Fundamentally sound. The best company out of the three. Notice that none of them grow their earnings at a double-digit pace. It's a dog-eat-dog world out there in the car industry and if they're trying to keep costs low labor costs low guess what they just bumped up that's going to affect the bottom line gm uh, notice that stellantis is undervalued gm and ford ford is pretty much fair value i am of the big mindset as for as long as ford has been around i don't think that they should be a sub ten dollar stock something tells me that ford is resting on its laurels for being the main car dealer or manufacturer for all of these years. This was the first car dealer or car manufacturer. There's no reason why they should be trading this low. I don't think that for some reason that the company's being run right or something. Earnings growth of only 4%, fundamentally not sound. Sell recommendation, GM is undervalued. Good upside potential, safety is not there. Sell recommendation, earnings growth of 9%. So in my opinion, in looking at these stocks, that are being affected by the uh, contingent upon ratification, the deal, these companies are still going to be fine. They make enough money. It's just chewing into the money that they were making, but I think it was for the right reasons to pay the workers what they needed to be paid. These industries or these dealers will be fine. The problem is the big influx going into the EV space. And each one of these uh, companies are... Pursuing the EV space, Tesla is still way ahead of all of these. And I think if the demand keeps growing for EVs, these companies may not reach the levels of yesteryear, but I think they're going to be fine. So what's your opinion? Let me know in the comments. If you like the video, hit the like button. If you're brand new to the channel and you like the content, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Folks, until the next time, this video is over. See ya. Hey VV Nation, do you want to increase your profits and generate income? Well, you can for 99 cents, we'll give you access to the VectorVest system for 30 days. And guess what? It's a money back guarantee. If you don't like it, we'll give you back your 99 cents. But folks, you're going to have access to the best software out there, the best guidance at any price. All you have to do is go to www.vectorvest.com forward slash YT. 
Folks, it's a no-brainer. Go there right now and take advantage of your 30-day trial for 99 cents. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.